Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Have you been trying to get help, but you're frustrated with the process? Do you wish that you could just get better overnight? And maybe you're doing trauma therapy and you're really frustrated that it just doesn't feel like it's working like you would. Has it been years that you've struggled with depression or anxiety and you're on medication and even in therapy and it doesn't feel like you're getting better? You might be doing all the right things, reading all the right books, taking classes and getting the best therapist, but still feel like you're struggling to get get better. So why is this? Today I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the process of change and transformation in the kingdom of God, that sometimes there are hidden things that the enemy keeps from us, and other times we're actually doing better and we don't even realize it. Transformation doesn't happen overnight, and we need to have compassion for ourselves as we walk out this growth. I want you to be encouraged today that our great God is the deliverer and he will deliver us from evil and you will be transformed when you seek him. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you here right now. I pray God that you be with every single one of the listeners or if they're watching online, that you just bless them, Lord. Just hit them with your love, with your peace, with your presence. We say no to all the enemy influence right now. We bind it up in Jesus' name. And I pray for your Holy Spirit to come in and illuminate the truth in them. Encourage them to show them what they are doing well and where they have been improving and where they actually have been getting better. And I pray that you help me to speak exactly what it is that they need to speak today. Nothing more, nothing less. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, last week I had on Pastor Greg Locke, and he talked about the movie Come Out in Jesus' Name. This movie was a one-night release in many different movie theaters across America, and I think there's a couple other countries, and they are now going to have it be out April 10th and 11th. So go to www.comeoutinjesusname.com to find out the theater near you to get a ticket for those dates. It's not a regular mover where you can just go whenever you want. There's only specific dates um, to be able to get that. They're really wanting to communicate about deliverance. So even if you're in opposition to that, I would really encourage you to go and check it out so that you can say that you've seen it and be able to kind of have an educated response to it. Um, And then also, I'm going to be speaking in a conference here in Minnesota, April 28th and 29th with some amazing, amazing women at the Sheridan in Minneapolis. You can go to www.discovermy.com 
insidestory.com. I would love to see you, see you there. So please get your tickets and come to the conference. And it really is going to be about women just stepping out to be courageous, to walk in their faith and a lot of prayer, a lot of healing, um, to really just step out in your faith. Because I think that many of us are just tired. We're tired and we need, God needs us to step out to be the women that God intends for us to be. So what prompted me to do this episode is, one, just kind of some of the talk about deliverance that I've been seeing. Two, just what I've been watching in my office and people that have been listening to the podcast. Um, And I want to share about a woman who has been listening to me from the beginning. And she shared with me that at the very beginning, I had had a guest on that talked about an inner healing appointment that they could make. And she said for about a year, she had this website open on her phone and she didn't schedule. She said she's she was beating herself up for waiting for so long to schedule. And this made me think she's not alone because we often will have people in our counseling office say, oh, I told my friend to call you or I really wish my husband would go to therapy. And I hear this often like they need therapy or they should go and people want other people to go, but they're not ready. And the person that's in my office maybe is ready or they have done the work or they have, you know, have this testimony where God has really set them free. And I feel like there's there's kind of a process where this happens and As I have been watching and really allowing the Holy Spirit to kind of illuminate transformation for me, I feel like I have a little bit more revelation of why we have problems with this and why we get stuck. Um, One is that you're actually doing better than you think. So that's the first thing that I would say is that we don't celebrate when God is actually doing something well. I remember earlier on when my husband and I were in counseling together and I was so mad. I was so frustrated. So we're in marriage counseling and I'm just yelling at the therapist, you know, nothing's happening, nothing's getting better. And I'm just very frustrated. And one of the counselors stopped and looked at me and they said, you are so much better than when you first came in you are at a way different place. And they started naming off the things that had improved since we first started going to counseling. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. We are in a better place. And it was like this hope that came in. And when you're in in such a hole and the enemy has such a hold of your eyes, it's very hard to see past the distortions because you're in that hole. But God has you seeking help So don't stop. Like this is the point about when you're seeking transformation and you're seeking help, which by the way, all of us should be doing this. I still do this myself. Like this should be an ongoing process that we all are doing. But I think I'm kind of specifically talking about where you're, you're kind of in the hole where there's a lot of trauma that you maybe don't see that you have. And I'm kind of talking more about that. And so one is that You've got to celebrate and look at what is going well and what God has already done in your life and really ask him to illuminate that more so that you can celebrate what God is doing. Um, So this friend who shared this with me, who she's been listening to the podcast and she's like, Heidi, keep doing it. It's She's been so encouraging me. So thank you. I want to shout out to her for listening and watching to the podcast. Um, But she said that when the person that she actually is getting inner healing with, so she's now in the inner healing process, was that they said that she needed to prepare herself 
and that it was part of Holy Spirit's plan for her. And I really, really believe this because you cannot throw somebody into therapy who's not ready. You can't throw somebody into an inner healing session when they're not ready. You cannot throw somebody into a deliverance session when they are not ready. The readiness has to be there. This is the same thing with like, I think about kindergartners. We're actually talking about this right now with my son. Like you can't move somebody through a grade when they really need to know the basics of the alphabet and sounds. If you throw them into first grade when they're not ready, they're going to struggle all through second, third, fourth, fifth grade, which is why that you know, education, they've really gotten better at really recognizing where is their readiness and what is it that they need to, need to do to be ready. This is the same thing with transformation. This is the same thing with healing. And the healing I'm talking about is emotional, okay? So this is like where if we're struggling depression, anxiety, PTSD, or even just this lack of awareness of even knowing that we, that we need help. You know, if you've been on medication for years and you're not getting therapy and you just kind of read books here and there and go to classes, there's therapy that you need to do. There's inner healing that you need to do. God's design for you is not to stay depressed. His design for you is to not stay anxious all the time. There is freedom and there is healing in the name of Jesus. However, it doesn't just come overnight. You have to actually seek the steps to do it. I'm not saying that those books aren't good. I'm not saying that those classes aren't good, but we need to be paying attention and looking and seeing, okay, where is the fruit? Oh, there is some improvement. I was depressed seven days a week. Now I'm depressed five days a week. There's some improvement. I actually scheduled a therapy appointment. Okay, I actually went to my church and told them, hey, I'm struggling. I need prayer. Okay, so the, so the next thing that we need to do is we need to have compassion towards ourselves. We have to understand when it comes to trauma or even just I'm not going to even say trauma because some people don't have trauma. They just have a childhood where things weren't paid attention to. Like I had a great upbringing. I had wonderful parents, but I actually am a, I'm a super deep person. I'm pretty sensitive and I like to actually talk about a lot of things. And so I somehow made up like in lies in my mind that nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to hear me. And that wasn't true. It was that I actually just needed the things I wanted to talk to or talk about needed to be with the right audience. And and it's being able to learn how to have healthy boundaries. That doesn't mean that they don't love me. It just means that I'm a very curious person and God wanted me to go into mental health and do what I'm doing right now because he wanted to use me in different ways. Not to talk about that with everybody in my family. They, <laughs> they'd go crazy if I did that. And that's okay. So it's being able to listen and find out where is it that he wants to use you and break off lies that you have, but it takes time for us to get there. Sometimes we don't recognize them. If you if you think and you believe something is truth, but it's an actual lie, you have filters over you that don't allow you to truly hear and see what God has for you. So the next thing I want to say to you is that wherever you are, you are okay you are enough. If you're listening to me and you are really struggling with mental health, any mental health, even dissociation, or let's say you're listening to me and you like don't believe that deliverance is for Christians or you don't believe that believe that Christians can have a demon, it's okay. Like I welcome you to listen to the show. I welcome you to be here. I love you. Wherever you are at, you are enough just where you are. God loves you 
right where you are. Even if you spent all day in bed and you didn't do anything, God loves you right where you are. And I'm saying this specifically, if you are a Christian, you believe that Jesus died for your sins and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, that the Holy Spirit is in you working and he cares more about you than you do and he's working harder than you are. And so the reason why I'm saying this is because I trust the Holy Spirit. I am not the Holy Spirit. This is what often can happen with people in your life is if they hear me say, it's okay if you spend all day in bed and God still loves you. And they hear me say that and they'll be like, well, no, it's not okay. They need to get a job or they need to do this and they need to do that. And here's what I would say to them. If they don't believe that they're okay and they don't know that they're loved, they don't have the motivation to then go make the call, that to go schedule the appointment, to go look for the interview, to go look for a counseling appointment, whatever it is that they need to do to actually get up, where Jesus talks about to the man, the pool of Bethesda. He said to the man, get up and walk, pick up your mat and walk. He actually had to tell him to do something. And so to be able to actually get there, we need to know that we're loved and we're enough. There's so many Christians right now that don't believe the heart of the Father and they don't believe and know that God loves them because there's so many wounds that they have from their upbringing and they don't even realize that they have these wounds. Um, In the book, The Secrets of Deliverance by Alexander Pagani, he says, it took years for our temples, which is our body, our house, to become what they are today and cleaning through them through deliverance, will not be instantaneous, but rather a process of going room by room to remove that which is unauthorized and put back in order. Now, he's talking about deliverance, okay? What I take from this is that when we move through transformation, we have to then marinate on and chew on, which is also the same as gaining wisdom, on something that we receive. So, for example, if somebody gives you an encouraging word and you just don't receive it, It means that you're not at that place yet to receive it. There's some heart work that you have to do to be able to receive, okay, God loves me. So that means there's other things that you need to do to be able to get there. And you got, this is where you have to have compassion and patience for yourself. So you might need to watch some videos on cognitive behavioral therapy to understand the basics of the cognitive triangle, which is our thoughts behaviors, and emotions, and be able to understand that cycle of like, okay, how do I shift my thoughts? Okay, how do I go to the Bible where it talks about get, take all your thoughts captive? Like you you might need to learn some of these things. In our therapy office, we offer what's called DBT skills groups, dialectical behavioral therapy. It's a very specific skills group that teaches people how to learn how to deal with those roller coaster emotions, how to make more wise decisions, how to be more effective with other people, and how to tolerate stress. They're very kind of, I don't want to say basic, but that is really what it is, skills on how to deal with life. And then from there, you take those skills and then you can start doing trauma work. You can start doing some of the inner healing. So sometimes we think, I just want to get over this. You can't just get over it. It takes time for that to happen. It took time for it to hurt for that hurt to build up. So we have to be patient with ourselves when that happens. And the other thing is um, Esther 4.14, 14, 
where it says, for if you remain silent at this time, it's talking about Queen Esther, and it says, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you will have come to your royal position for such a time as this. So here's relief, there's deliverance, there is this difficulty with what Queen Esther is having to deal with about her her father's family perishing, but it's saying you're in this royal position for such a time as this. You know, like such a time, what do you mean by that? And we need to be able to understand that God has you where you are right now for such a time as this. So if in the middle of where you're at, you are in, in counseling right now, that's where God has you. Talk to your counselor, be open with your counselor process through the things you need to process through. The next step that I'm going to I'm going to recommend for you as you move through the if the counselor's trained in any sort of inner healing technique, so like sozo, heart sync, manual prayer, have the counselor do that with you. That's kind of the next step when you work from skills, being able to like process through things, actually feel safe with the counselor, feel like you can start to be vulnerable and be real with some someone. Sometimes that's just the first step is actually opening up and talking to somebody about your life. That in itself is a big deal. And then as you move through inner healing, that's going to help you to become closer to God. You're going to have more of a connection with God on your own. And you're going to realize, oh my gosh, God does love me. And you're, st- you're going to start to have revelations of, the, of how loved you are that you'll have on your own without anybody telling you. And this is, this is kind of where what has made me do this episode is because to me, the next step is that you're able to move into deliverance. Many times people who do inner healing are also trained in deliverance. It's usually a cross-trained thing, but there are some people that they have an anointing for deliverance and they specializes specialize in it. And this, to me, what, what I'm watching about this is deliverance is not something that you can just run to and just go get. You do need to want it. You do need to be ready for it. And I have been so surprised with the episode that I did on Pastor Locke last week, Pastor Greg Locke, how how much opposition I have had and the response I have in either my TikToks um, or the, the YouTube videos because people don't believe that Christians can have a demon. They don't believe, you know, they believe that he's all sorts of negative things that they'll say about him. And when I look at that, I'm thinking, why are you commenting about that? If you're a Christian... Wouldn't to me there should be like more of a curious response to that, and I'm not offended by this. I'm more I'm more curious myself that if we don't like someone, our 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 posture, our heart. If we are a Christian, we're we're free. Our heart posture should be more about curiosity and wonder. Because there's some people that I look and I'm like, gosh, I wonder what's going on for them. I'm curious about them. I'm not kind of coming at judgment, attacking them. And again, I could get on a rabbit hole with this because some people say, well, if they're causing false doctrine, then that's like um, allowing so many people to to be lost. And well, here's what I would say about that. Let the fruit speak. Let the fruit speak. Let's go get healed. Let's go get therapy. Let's go get healing. Let's go move into a place where we're intimate with God And let's let the fruit speak of the ministries that we believe are not effective. And then go to the ones that you believe are effective and go love on them. That's that's kind of what I think. And then I also think if you don't like somebody's ministry, go. Go visit them. Go find out for yourself. 
And again, I'm not here to like defend this pastor. To me, it's more about the, the ministry of deliverance that I feel like is getting attacked. And so then that makes me think, I think that those are devils that are speaking, not the people that are speaking. Um, Ephesians 6.12, that our enemy is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and powers of the unseen world. And so then that's what thinks, okay, this is actually a real thing. And God actually wants us to step forward in the ministry of deliverance because he says, deliver us from evil. Um, so let me end with a couple things about kind of some secrets that I feel if we, again, I think that you're doing excellent and I want to encourage you in that. But here are some of the secrets that I feel like if we're like struggling with transformation is where I feel like it's coming from. Number one, I already kind of shared it. We're not celebrating what God is doing. You're doing better than you think. So praise God for what he's doing. Number two is that we're actively opening doors to the enemy. So that's like a sin desire that we have. I mean, this is kind of an obvious one, um, but we do need to do inventory of that. If you're struggling with like gluttony or alcoholism or porn and and you're in something that isn't going to cause fruit good fruit to grow, it's opening the door to the enemy. James 4, 7 says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Deliverance is a truth encounter, not just an experience where we just like feel good. So we have to be able to recognize what are those doors that we're opening. Um, number three is really not knowing what our core needs are. If we're just kind of like, do, 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 I just, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I want. We're just kind of floating around, not really being able to know what we need. This is an open door for the enemy to come in. It's a very vulnerable area of our life. So like for me, I have a very, a core need of, I love being told I'm loved. I love, you know, affection, physical affection. So those are important things to me. And I, I need to speak that out. If I'm struggling with it, I have to say to my husband, hey, I need some love. Like I have to speak about that and not get upset that he's not reading my mind. I need to know that's my need. Um, and then the number four is that you're not getting filled up. So I think so often we're exhausted, we're overwhelmed, we're just doing too many things and maybe they're good things. So we end up being empty with good things and we're not getting filled up with the love of God. So we have to take time to just sit at the feet of Jesus and just receive like a little kid. It is not a waste of time. Okay, um, number five is if you have unhealthy boundaries with people who are maybe struggling with unhealthy boundaries themselves, this can be really be very toxic for you. So if you have toxic people that you're not aware of that are impacting your life. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to say is that you stop pursuing, you stop seeking. Okay, this is Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. I want to encourage you that if you are a Christian and you are seeking transformation and you are wanting change and you are going after to beat that depression or beat that trauma or beat that PTSD, whatever it is, God is working and God is bigger than whatever that is. And so if you are pursuing healing, even if it is that book, that book, that book, that book, you're still pursuing it. Just ask Holy Spirit to lighten up and, and, and illuminate what it is that you're missing so that there are these keys that can get into, okay, where is it, where is it that I'm missing? And if you're not either in counseling or inner healing or of seeking deliverance, start with one of these. I think counseling is one of the things that can help you to get ready to then do the deeper work of inner healing. And then I think inner healing can help you actually say, I'm ready for deliverance. And I actually believe that it's a real thing because oftentimes Christians just don't believe it's a real thing. And so I feel like the process of this helps us to get to that place to, 
to finally be at that like, yes, I believe what the word of God says and that God doesn't want me to struggle with depression. Like you finally can get to that place where you believe in that freedom and you're not offended by it. I think earlier on, before we actually do the help, we can be offended by freedom. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but when you're really in the midst of your of your anxiety or whatever it is that you're struggling, it's offensive to actually think about freedom. And so right now, I just pray for the Holy Spirit to come in and just light and illuminate for you, brighten up the places to actually get the real transformation. If there are doors of the enemy that have been open that you're unaware of, I pray that Holy Spirit comes and lightens them for you, reveals them to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I pray for God's presence to just come in and just rest upon you to help just start moving into the surgery. And and I there's some of you, I feel like you have shame on you. And so right now, I just break off that shame right now in the name of Jesus. The shame that it, it hasn't happened quick enough. It hasn't happened fast enough. And that, you know, whatever, you're at some age and you're thinking, I should have been over this by now. And I just break off those lies right now in the name of Jesus. Romans 8.1 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So I'm just going to remind you that you're enough right where you are. He loves you right where you are. He has you here for a time such as this. He's going to move you through what he's going to move you through when you are ready. So I trust the Holy Spirit in you to start moving in you to reveal to you what it is that needs to shift, what steps you need to take, what call you need to make, what appointment you need to schedule. I pray for the courage to do it, that person you need to talk to, that the Holy Spirit is going to really just reveal to you what it is that you need. For some of you, I feel like it's you just need to sit down and talk to God. That you need to just be a little kid and just say, Hi God, I don't know what I'm doing, but I need to talk to you. And as you start that that conversation, there will be a back and forth conversation as you'll actually hear from your father. Because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And so I pray for the Holy Spirit to just send you on this wild ride of transformation. And I just declare over you, Romans 12, 2, that you are not conforming to the powers of this world, but you are being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are a new creation. That God is using you even in the midst of transformation he's going to use you as you continue to transform and that he's wooing you into his word he's wooing you into worship into the secret place with him that you get to just be free as a little kid just running through fields of grass or fields of flowers and there's just you and Jesus just running through the field skipping and jumping and laughing and spinning and that as you are doing that it is not a waste of time but Jesus is just filling you up with his love and as he's filling you up with his love there is just surgery that is happening 
because perfect love casts out fear. So I pray for blessings on your next week and your time with God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.